0: We're glad to see you again on this Wednesday night here in the middle of April, tax day, almost tax day. And we're hoping that uh, everything is going well with you. Everybody's being healthy and getting everything done and God's blessing you. We want to re- uh, report to you or ask that you would pray for a couple of prayer requests. First of all, remember the William Caps family uh, in the loss of him and, and just ask God's blessings to minister to their hearts. And also Betty Sanders. Sanderson is having uh, foot surgery on Friday. So if you wake up in the morning Friday and you would pray for her and ask God's blessings to be on her, then I know uh, that God will touch her in a special way. She's such a wonderful uh, lady in Christ, and we thank the Lord for her. I wanted to, this uh, Wednesday night Bible study, just uh, read a little scripture out of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 43. The Bible says, Ye have heard it hath been said... Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and, the, and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if we salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so. Be ye therefore perfect as your Father, which in heaven is perfect. Now, we live in a day that there's a lot of hatred. Uh, People and even us or anybody that uh, uh, differs with you in any way, uh, we live in a climate. I've I've been hearing them talk about all the... uh, climate change, and I believe God created the earth and, and gave us dominion over it, and we need to take care of it. We need to do what God, it's his creation. But the book of Romans tells us in chapter 1 that we begin to, to worship the creation rather than the creator, but we ought to take care of it. But I believe even more uh, difficult and the things that are going to face in the, is the climate of hate that we live in. We've got people, because of their politics, will we'll just spew out... Profanities and evil and all kinds of things and and sometimes in the church and sometimes we ourselves we we see things people that disagree with us and say hateful things and and we get some hateful th- thoughts in our heart. Now the Bible tells us that we are the body of Christ and on Sunday, which was Easter, we recognize that as believers we are the ones that are to uh, carry the message of a risen Savior. And so we need to be about that. But the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, uh, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. There's a spiritual fight that's going on. And sometimes we get caught up in the vitriol and the hatred and all the things that people are doing, and sometimes just watching what people say about our leaders and, and the things that they do, it just just makes your heart boil sometimes. And, but even though we, we do fight spiritually, Paul wrote over there as he was trying to build the church up, he said there were enemies of the cross, he says in Philippians chapter 3, 18 and 19, and here's who they are. Their end is destruction, and their God is their belly, whose glory is their shame, and who mind earthly things. Now, this is a radical concept that Jesus was giving us right here. He told us to love your enemies. Now, I don't know how many people, when they were fighting World War II, could say, I love old Hitler, or... Uh, all what's been going on here lately, and seeing those people and what they do to some of the people of our, uh, what I remember the thought when they took those two uh, soldiers and they or that soldier and they dragged them through the streets and and just humiliated them and and it just made your heart boil and 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 you just thought, man, we got to get back at them. We want to get even. That's our first response. And of course, we have to defend our nation. We have to fight uh, for our freedom. We have to do those things. But I'm talking about your relationships on this earth, being a witness. And Jesus, on the cross, looked out to those that were killing him, and he said, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. This scripture here tells us a couple of things about how we can be uh, loving Christians in a hateful climate. First of all, he says, I want you to love your enemies. Now, to love your enemy is the only way you can do it is to have access to the Father. That means you gotta have a, one way, you gotta have a full connection to God. Because this love, I see some of these signs that say love is love and, and all love is the same, but that's just not true. The love that originates in my heart is not the same, same love that originates in God's heart. The Bible tells us that uh, we, we love, He loved us while we were yet sinners and while we didn't love Him. We don't want to do anything hatefully. We got to do it humbly, and we got to come and know that God's love is a way that is different than any other way. Uh, To love your enemies means you love God first and let His love be shed. So I was going to give you the ABCs of how to love your enemies. The first one, you got to have access to the Father. You got to, you got to, you got to know that you and Him are in constant contact. Secondly, you got to be a blessing. God wants me and you to be a blessing in this world. Now, most of us wake up in the morning and when somebody gives us a look that may or may not be a little bit evil, we give a little bit of an evil look back. I'm guilty of, I've done that. But God, I I read this quote from uh, John Henry Jowett, and he said, God does not comfort us to make us comfortable but that we may be comforters, that we may comfort someone else. God saved us, and if he said our work was done, we'd have just floated on out of here. But he didn't do that. He left us here for a reason. It wasn't for us to build mansions on this side of eternity. He left us to be a blessing, to bless them, the Bible says here. God, Jesus tells us, bless them. Bless them and and do good. Be a blessing. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 7, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh his enemies to be at peace with him. Now, I'm going to tell you, there's some people that will look at a Christian and they'll say, you know, they're just hateful people. They just think everything's wrong. They, They think they're holier than thou. And there's just some people you're not going to change their mind. I've got people on my heart tonight. I've been praying today and I've been thinking about some people that need the Lord and and, and they won't hear me speak or they won't hear me testify to them, but my life should be a blessing to them. Now, I'm not saying compromise in any way. The Bible says darkness and light just don't go together. But our lives should tell the truth of God. That's what it should do. uh, My daddy always used to say, he says uh, a, a man of God is a man that pays his bills. He's honest, does honest dealings with people. He, he works the right way with people. He, he's not a jerk around people. You do the right things at the right time and you don't try to take advantage of people. If, if you're going to lose, uh, uh, lose. But don't take advantage of someone or cheat someone out of something that is theirs. We need to tell the truth about God and what God has done in our heart. Our lives should tell the truth about God and our lips should testify about God. Now most of us, and it's just natural, that if something's going on, we want to have the glory. It happens in churches. Something's going on and... Everybody wants to be the authority, and everybody wants to have the glory. And in this world, you can see what's happened up in Washington. Everybody wants to turn it one way or another to say, this is mine, this is mine. But honestly, as Christians, if we're going to be in a, have a forgiving, this is what this is about, the ABCs of having a forgiving attitude. Now, I'm not saying you ought to roll over and let people beat you up. That's, that's just not going to happen. But we got to enter and and try to win souls for Christ. And I'm afraid sometimes that we, we, we fail. Our lives should tell the truth of God. Our lips should tell the testimony of God. And our love should show that we are the treasure of God. The Bible says over and over again, you know what God's inheritance is? You're looking at them. Now, this ain't much, and it doesn't seem like much. But what Jesus did in my life made me acceptable in the Father's eyes. I'm going to heaven one day. I, I'm waiting for the rapture of the church to take place. The Bible says the trumpet will sound and, and, and the shout will come. And then we're going to rise to meet him in the air. To be caught up to be with him forever. And I, you need to get ready for that day. And here's what we need to do. We need until he comes or until we, uh, God takes us out of this world. We need to be a blessing. We need to be a blessing. Let me tell you, uh, outside, we ought to be a blessing outside of these walls, of the church. We ought to be a blessing inside of these walls. At our home, we shouldn't be irritable and, and, and mean all the time. We need to be a blessing to our family. We need to be a blessing. So the first thing we need is access to the Father. Second thing, B is blessing, and C is communion. By the work of the Son on the cross, by His blood that He shed. I can call upon him in prayer and in the power of the Holy Ghost that is right here with us. He's right here with us. By the power of the Holy Ghost and by the help of the Holy Spirit, I can pray right directly to the Father. If I picked up the phone today and and dialed up uh, uh, Washington, D.C., said, uh, I'd like to talk to President Trump. Well, who are you? Well, I'm Philip Capel. Well, you don't have the, uh, the right to talk to the president today, when I don't. I don't know exactly what I'd tell him. i have something good to tell him. But, but he don't, he, he's got too much going on. He can't handle uh, everyone calling him. But you just think right now how many people are talking to God. Lion's never busy. He never goes to sleep. He's always there. Now, if you want to live a life That will make a difference in this world with a forgiven spirit some people never do anything for God because they get some bitterness somebody does something that didn't amount to a hill of beans and they got mad and for the rest of their life they're this bitter person that never worships God again the way they ought to and they never witness for God the way they ought to I want to call upon you today God's put us right now we're kind of in a standstill Get on your knees tonight. Ask God to reveal that bitterness. Call that person tonight. And say, listen, I need to ask your, your forgiveness, or I need to just get it right with you. Now, we love them. God loves a sinner, but a sinner can't have a relationship with God till he comes to God and, and calls upon God and finds that relationship. Now, loving them and having a relationship is two different things. But I want to tell you, we, there's a world out there that needs a Savior, I'm praying for him today. You can't, you can't pray. I, many years ago, man did something to me that just hurt my heart. And he cheated me out of some things. And, and I walked around, and I was pastoring the church. And it really hurt my heart. And I went to church one Sunday, and I preached. And it just, and, and God, but all of a sudden, God put me on my knees. And I said, God, forgive me. Help me to pray for that. And I love him. And I want you to love that person today. I want you to pray that God would give you that love. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in our heart. Over in, read Romans chapter five, verse one through five, and it'll tell you how you get the love. It's from access with the Father. We're so thankful that you're with us tonight. We just wanted to give you a little bit of something. Uh, you know, the love of God is, is is like no other thing in this world, and God just blesses us day after day. There's so many at our church that are blessings. They just do things that, that I, I got blessed. I, somebody brought me by a ham one day, brought me by a banana pudding one day. And, and I'm going to tell you, it blessed my heart. It, it also uh, enlarged my stomach. But I thank the Lord for it. So pray and ask God to give you strength to do and be what God called you to be. Now, right before we go, I wanted to mention, if you could, I, I've been led maybe on Sunday night, this coming Sunday night, We may have a communion service together. It won't take but just a few minutes, but as many as can, tell one another, and we'll try to get together, get you some little saltine crackers or anything that that you could, and some little juice, and we'll get together. Let's ask God to bless us tonight. Father, we thank you today for the blessings of life, for how you loved us, and how you teach us to love, and how you put your love in our hearts. Now go with us this week, help us, touch those that are sick, those that Uh, are at a high risk of getting sick, touch our president, touch our leaders across this country, our governor, Touch, touch each one that stands in need of help today. Father, we love you so much and thank you for everything that you've done for us. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.